All right, we're going to be talking about some some guilds today, James. I love guilds. They're so I don't know, man. They I love I love things with identity, and I, I like and with guilds, it's like so clean cut. I love it. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is Roll for First. I'm Dylan, joined here with James Graham, talking about some magic, talking about some guilds. Hell yeah! And this is a uh, this is special in a lot of different reasons. So one, we're just coming off of the the new Ravnica block. We're going to the third of the final Ravnica blocks for uh, 2018 into 2019. And on top of that, Ravnica is like it's magic. It's like the thing. It's like. It is- it's like the most one of the most popular settings because damn that flavor is good. It's so good. It's so good. There's so many things that you as a player can like tie yourself to a specific guild or multiple guilds and be like, that's my jam. That's my shit right there. I like that. Yeah. I like what these guys are about. This is like this is real like identity here. So oh, so yeah. la- last week we talked about monocolors and how like they're quintessential identity. This is like let's let's make you feel like you you feel a part of these colors yeah you know? that's just it it makes you it makes you feel attached to the guild it makes you feel like some affinity towards it you know what i mean yeah. and i think i think they do it real well yeah so let me run through these real quick so you got white blue azorius you got blue black demir black red rakdos red green gruel green white selesnia white black orzov blue red is it black green golgari Red, white, Boros, and green, blue, Simic. Yeah. That's all of them. That's all. It's all 10. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Um, they're all awesome because they, they they have that identity. They feel so good. And not only within the cards they play, but, like, the flavor of the card and the identity of the guilds are so cool. Like, like Azorius is, like, like a, you know, like the uptight, like... Uh, like they're order, man. Yeah, like they're order the, they're and the, justice. yeah. And then you got, like, Demir, which is, like, in the shadows, like, spy kind of deal. And then yeah. you got Rakdos, which is just, like, a uh, murder uh, carnival a, cult. A murder car- carnival cult. Yeah, yeah we'll that, go with that. That worships a demon? Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, Gruul, which is, like, outdoors, like, uh, like, like carnage and, like, kind of, like, destruction and, like. But, like, but primal carnage. Yeah, primal, you know primal. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And then you got like Selesnia, which Selesnia is like nature-ish kind of, and like life. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And then like Orzov, which is like spooky ghosts and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, but spooky, spooky mafia ghosts. Like they get that, they get that business-esque side to them. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Is It, which is like mm, uh, steampunk? Yeah. Yeah, I'll come with steampunk. Like, yeah. I guess it's, like, magic invention steampunk. Because, like, that's what I think of, like... It's ingenuity. Yeah, that's like, the... ingenuity and stuff. And then you have, yeah. like, Golgari, which is just, like, nature and death together. Yeah, it's, like, zo- it's like zombie, like... In... Like, zombie and, like, mold, I but think But, like, fungus of. and stuff like yeah, that, Yeah, fungus, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you have Boros, which is like legionnaires and like they, they're Boros, like the man. army. Yeah. And then Simic. Evolution. Just yeah. Har- they're, they're, that's that's their thing, man. And mutants. And mutants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, a, yeah. Mutants. All uh, right. Which one's your favorite? 
Everyone's has a favorite. Oh, dude, don't do this to me. Okay. If I had to pick one overall, as much as I love the Orzov, because the Orzov is what I'm like kind of playing now, it has to be Boros. Boros are my boys. Really? The, the army, they're like the like their um the mentor mechanic is sick. Like, I'm a huge fan of that. Um, they really play off each other really, really well. And like they're meant to be this overwhelming force and cards that like in their their like their their spell cards are stuff that empowers having this overwhelming force. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a big fan of that. But Orzov are a very, very close second. Okay. No, that that definitely seems like you then. I know, right? Like So I have I have two kind of favorites. So okay, I have okay. like a flavor favorite. Okay, is that how we're going to do it? We're going to do flavor favorite? And- I'm going to do that at least. Cause, okay, cause okay. I like the flavor of Rakdos a lot. I don't know. They're goofy, man. I know. They're they're silly, and but they're just like... they. they I don't know. Their mechanics are really cool, and I like them. I like Spectacle. That's such a cool new ability. and It's pretty dope, it yeah. Feels, it feels good. Like It feels part of the set really well because it's like card draw because you want to burn them down and you want to deal damage and... I, I don't know. I, I like a lot of it. I, I it feels really good. But mm-hmm. but in terms of playing, in execution, yeah. in execution, I oh my god, I love me some. Is it? I love. I knew is you, it? I know. I know. I know you would. Is it Ugh. is real good. Good old is it Drake's? Ooh. Is it friggin' Drake's? When I first started playing Arena, I was just playing Drake's nonstop. That was like my deck. Oh, oh, that's gross. See, that's the thing too, because like when I started playing, when I started playing Arena, the the white black like Orzov weren't in it yet, because as we know, like it was in, there was a first wave of guilds and then a second wave of guilds. So I was stuck playing white black, but no guild, because that was the Exelon vampires, right? Yeah, yeah, th- yeah, those. And then when Orzov came out, I was like, sick. Okay, I can just empower this. And then they don't really work together, which kind of sucks. But yeah, I haven't I, I haven't found a way to make it work. I'm hell bent on it though. So I like is it because so the whole deal right is like you're playing a bunch of cards you're playing you're playing the blue cards that make you draw draw more cards you're playing the red cards that deal damage it's fun yeah. and I think it, the encapsulation of what so it's my favorite deck but I don't play it because it's not great right now um, and it's storm it's it's a red blue storm so this whole this deck just has a bunch of cantrips in it. So you're like playing ops, you're you're playing sleight of hands, you're playing serum visions, the one cost of blues that like fix your deck and you're scrying and you're drawing cards. You're playing a ton of cards per turn. Mm-hmm. And then it all leads up to this spell called Grape Shot that 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 reads one red, one colorless, so it costs two. Mm-hmm. It deals one damage, but it has storm. The most broken mechanic ever made. <laughs> Every time another spell was cast this turn, copy this card. Yeah. And turns out, if you're playing something like uh, like modern, where you just have uh, like ritual cards that just make mana, and you're playing like uh, so, actually, you know, you know, one of the staples in this card because it was actually in Guilds of Ravnica, is Goblin Electromancer. Yes, I so, do know that guy. Yeah. yeah. So he 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 was actually a reprint from the from from old Ravnica. The first the first wave. Yeah. Okay. No 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 not the the second this I think the one that came out in like two thousand twelve maybe 
I think that, yeah, was, that was the one. That was the, that was the first time Ravnica was re- yeah, introduced. So, so it was it was Ravnica, Sadiq Guilds, and then it was Return to Ravnica. I'm pretty sure God Electromancer was in Return to Ravnica. Okay. And then this is this was why the meme is Return to Return to Ravnica, because we're there again. But We're there again. Yeah. So he's really good because the card just reads everything costs one less. And yeah, so you play correct. you play a bunch of these red cards that read they're they're two mana and they give you three mana. So you're like, oh, a net one. It's not that great of a card. But if you play one of these, it just turns into dark ritual. Yeah. We were talking about that last time that it turns out that's a broken card. Yeah, weird, eh? Getting three mana for one mana is yeah. is disgusting. And I, I don't want to go too much in depth into the deck, but I, that's mm-hmm. the whole deal. You're making mana. You're going infinite, basically. And then you're casting this card and your storm counts at like 30. And so you deal 30 damage and kill everything. Yeah, it's gross. It's yeah. awful. So that, you know, uh, cards like that are right. They had to make the storm counter um, or the storm scale. Sorry, the storm scale. So I don't know if you know about the storm scale, but it is the scale that Wizards of the Coast, specifically uh, Mark Rosewater, um, currently our, 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 our head design boy um, over at Wizards of the Coast for Magic. He calls this scale the storm scale from 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 it goes from zero, which is evergreen cards like haste. And okay. that's at, that's at like zero one, and then at ten is it, no. I'm sorry, nine is storm. Okay, what's ten? And I don't 10? think I don't think anything is ten because I I think they don't they, they don't want to be like ne- like ne- never never say never or whatever I guess. But storm is all the way at the other end, basically meaning they'll never reprint storm because it is so broken. It's too busted. They had to ban most of the storm cards because they were so good. Because they're just so good. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. There was one that was like. It, it, the storm on it was like bring dragons out of your deck like you, you just gotta like what? bring dragons out of your, like this was just broken like everyone played this deck and it's pretty insane but um i like the flavor of that and i think that is why i like the current most busted deck in modern which is is it dre or is it phoenix is it phoenix yeah yeah so this it's, it's actually kind of similar to is it drake's it actually mm-hmm. runs one crackling drake yeah it does yeah and then it runs the phoenixes and it it's like storm a little bit because you're casting a lot of the same cards except not the ritual cards you're still playing your cantrips you're doing damage and stuff and then mm-hmm. you're you're playing like manamorphose which is in that deck as well and you're you know ditching phoenixes to the graveyard and bringing them back and swinging in and it's the quintessential is it i like casting cards like that's my favorite thing is like i want to get in i want to play cards yeah. i don't like i don't like control cuz i don't want to sit there I hate it. I hate just sitting there. I want to play. I want to cast spells. That's. I want to do stuff. I'm playing magic. I want to cast spells. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I like is it or is it? Uh, um, yeah, God, man, it it literally haunts my dreams. I found I found a decent way to kind of deal with it, and that's through the Orzov mechanic now, which is afterlife, mm. right? Which is which is kind of nice because the afterlife mechanic, when the creature dies, gives you a one one flying spirit token yep. which dealing with you know um the isaac phoenixes not too bad to kind of like to like kind of brace against the storm as you're trying to like get your thing going so i found it's a d de- it's, it's by no means a counter but it's a decent way of like all right simmer down over there give me a minute <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> and it works re- it works really well with uh uh Tasa karlov which basically any 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 like on death effects are doubled yeah. Right, that's, that's her big thing, right? So it synergizes really, really well, and really helps you as long as your spells don't get countered, because 
as we know, Isaac, Isaac Phoenix is, does do that as well, quite well. Because, um, you know, like we said last week, that's the essence of blue. Just counter the shit out of everything. Um, yeah, it kind of uh, it kind of helps you out. So, And they don't cost anything crazy, too. Like, Tessa is only, like, she's two, two manalists and then a, then a white and a black, which isn't horrible in a, like, in a yeah. two-color deck. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. I, I do yeah. like that. I think with this this Ravnica set mm-hmm. or the, this Ravnica block. Sorry. I think I was confusing them. Set is the individual one block is like the, the big boy. Then yeah, it's, it's it. the section. Yeah. The, the three. Yeah. yeah so the, this, the this block. Yeah. So this yeah. block of Ravnica, I think they did a fairly good job with a lot of the mechanics. Um, I really like what? spectacle. Spectacles are really Spectacle's cool. Spectacles good. Yeah. Um, what else is really, I think afterlife afterlife's not broken, but it's good. I think it's a I think it's a nice balance. What is your opinion of the the white blue mechanic? I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, it's the one that if you cast it, uh, can't oh, even say addendum. the word. Addendum, yeah. So if you cast it during your main phase, you get like an extra effect. I feel like they were worried about this. Um, I think it's okay for standard. It's it's mm-hmm. okay. Um, there's plenty of addendum cards you run. Yeah, but. I feel like it could have been better. Yeah, I feel like there's I feel like there's something missing from it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I think I think they didn't want to make it too strong because then you, it would be you'd be incentivized to only play it for the addendum. Um, exactly. And then the addendum part would be too strong. Um so mm-hmm. I it, it it's it's very similar to um split cards. Yeah. So whenever they make a split card it's basically two cards into one, but because it's so flexible, you need to make it kind of each card weak. Yeah. And so we never really see split cards used in eternal formats because they're not great, you know? They're not yeah, yeah they're not they're, worth it. Right? Yeah, they're not worth it. They're kind of they're 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 kind of weak, you know. The where yeah. we see them the most is in limited, because a lot of times in limited play, that flexibility is what you need. It's mm-hmm. really good. And like I addendum, I feel like the same way is it's really good because it's flexible, but you really want strong effects, not not flexible yeah. effects all the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. What was what was Golgari's uh, mechanic called? Was it Swarm? Is that what it was called? Yeah, because yeah, Golgari is weird because it's no undergrowth. 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 Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undergrowth. Yeah. So undergrowth is weird because they're like, okay. We have to figure out a mechanic for graveyards that aren't broken. Because unfortunately, going back to the storm scale, something else that's very high up there is Dredge. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. So do you remember Dredge? You've educated me on Dredge. Oh, yes. For the sake of the episode, elaborate. Elaborate on Dredge. Yeah, so essentially what Dredge is, is it reads like you you can bring this back... If you, you, so the mechanic itself, it'll say dredge X amount. Yeah. And so let's just say it's dredge two. If this is in your graveyard, you can, instead of drawing, it replaces your draw step. You put two cards from your library into your graveyard and you return Mm -hmm. that card to your hand instead of drawing. Right. And it's really good in eternal formats because you have a ton of cards that are just good in the graveyard that just work in a graveyard. And so you just want to throw everything in your graveyard. And so you're like, I guess the graveyard's my hand now. And yeah, I'm just going to throw more cards in there because 
they they printed just ridiculous cards that just like it was like dredge six which you think oh man you're milling yourself for six but turns out when you want things in the graveyard throwing six cards right in there is really good Let's just chuck them all in there. It's great. Whatever. Because, yeah. like, I mean, you got to think about it. Because that's your hand. And your hand is now, like, what, like 15 cards that you're, like, working with. You know what I mean? Yeah. All with kind of dredge effects, but still, right? Like, it's Insane. Gross. Absolutely yeah. insane. So, um, Wizard of Coast is very uh, careful about their, their, their graveyards now. I think Undergrowth was, a, like, a well-executed mechanic, though. I don't think it was busted. It, I think it... I mean, we don't... It's not being played right now, so, like... Well, no, but like I think before this, the most most recent iteration of the Ravnica block, like or not the Ravnica, the most recent Ravnica set in this block, um, Golgari was very very popular up until the new release. It was, it, I think, it was one of the most net. Go ahead. So yeah, I it was. I totally yeah. agree with you, but I don't think it was for the mechanic. I think it was for other reasons. You think so? It wasn't for, for like I, I guess I guess you're right. Yeah. So, undergrowth definitely wasn't like a like a staple point of it yeah it really wasn't what was what's real what was and what currently is kind of strong about golgari is just a few cards mm-hmm. so the uh, wild growth walker i think that's what his name is the one three um because of this explore mechanic the explore mechanic yeah, yeah, yeah it's that, really that, strong and then they, yeah and then they introduce <laughs> black cards that have really good removal and then Veraska, the two different Veraskas are fairly strong, I guess. Veraska's uh, Contempt is like is a staple in like almost every deck. Yeah, now. and then Veraska's Contempt. They, they, I think they printed good green and good black cards that work together, and that's why it was strong. Fair enough. Okay. So, what mechanics do you think were uh, success? Like a success? Uh, a success? Yeah, because I the only thing I can think of that sees play outside of standard right now. Mm-hmm is spectacle and only yeah. for two spectacle effects or two spectacle cards and that skewer the critics and light up the stage light up the stage an Disgusting. incredibly strong card yeah um yeah. yeah incredibly strong i'm trying to think of other effects that are were really really good i think mentor is fairly good i think it's all right um i think I feel like there's a certain skill cap that you see mentor be executed to, and then it kind of falls off. You know what I mean? Because I think, yeah. Go ahead. No, yeah, so like, I agree. I agree. Yeah, because creature heavy decks, I find, kind of fall out of favor as you get more and more skilled at the game. But if you're learning and you're trying to like kind of figure out the game and figure out what decks you can go against, mentor is a very forgiving mechanic and very, very, very beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my favorite and probably most rewarding mechanics that I've enjoyed so far is convoke. The Slesna, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially like March of the Multitudes, like that is that's a disgusting card. Oh man. my god! <laughs> and your end step, they March of the Multitudes. Oh, kill me, dude. Yeah, dude, it's great. I think so. I think Convoke was one of the best. Um, I think Riot is okay. Riot is, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird because it's kind of strong in, in a lot of aspects it could be really strong but it's i think i think it's i think it falls to the same the same problem that uh an addendum does that it's flexible which is cool but it's not strong you know what i mean yeah yeah no i agree it's uh, it's ahead. really good so so specifically gruel in general i found to be 
really, really good against control decks. Really? Okay. Yeah, because specifically... Um, is it the card that gives you Hexproof? Yes. I yeah. can't remember the, the name of the card um, off the top of my head, but uh, it's 3-3 yeah. three, three with Riot. Yeah. Um, which is, it's really good because you can just throw it in, and if you're like, oh man, my opponent's for sure holding up a Settle the Wreckage, you <laughs> throw that boy in with haste, and you swing out, and then the control player's like, oh, oops. Yeah. Oops, yeah. Yeah, and then on top of that, Rhythm of the Wild, which is the enchantment that gives everything Riot again, or just yeah. gives everything Riot, so some of your cards have Riot twice, Oh man, that is such a such a killer of control. Yeah, that one's pretty gross. Another big one that I see actually get played a lot is Cinder Vines as well. Yes, it's like a, which is good against control too, because it's like as long as it's a, if it sues it's a non-creature, you're taking damage. You take one damage, and it costs a, a red and a, and a green, and that's it, right? Yeah, I so, think I think some burn players um, are running that in their sideboards in modern. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. So in in the full mod, like the full top tier modern uh, burn, you run Naya Burn, which we'll get into that. We'll probably get into three colors eventually. Um, yeah, we'll get there. But that is red, green, and white. Mm-hmm. So you're mostly okay. playing red cards, and you have some white cards. But because all your cards are dual lands, so they're so, so not sorry, not dual lands, but shock lands. Not dual? Shocklands, there you lands. go. Uh, uh, Shocklands. You yep. run you run red, white, and then red, green. And so no matter what card you play, you always have a red. Right. And then but, you get the extra little... But you get the extra little bit because you have some really good Boros cards that you want to play, like Lightning Helix, um, which yeah. is... It's it's basically Drain 3. Yeah, pretty much. Which yeah. is an insanely good. Um, and, then, and then also in your sideboard, you want to deal with enchantments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Cinder Vines... Cinder Vines is... Cinder Vines yeah, does that, but if they're playing a deck that has a bunch of spells, it's just like, you're helping me out even more by just dealing damage to yourself. I love that Cinder Vines is not only like, like I mean, on so many cards you see like, you pay one, sacrifice it, and you destroy target enchantment, target artifact. Cinder Vine goes that extra little mile, and it's like, you also do two damage. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's sick. It's so good. It is It uh, is very, very good, and it's it's definitely something that... I think it's going to be a sideboard card for for burn for for a bit, and obviously it's a pretty good sideboard card now. If you're playing Gruul, throw it in there. Uh, absolutely. What is your What is your take? Because it's a deck I see a lot, or it's a guild I see run a lot, but I don't really know. I don't know. I've never really looked into too much. It like uh, the Simic mechanic. The uh, I don't. Adapt. I want to say it's an, is adapt. it adapt 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 or adapt. adapt. Both, uh, uh, both of them sound kind of right. It's, it's adapt. It's adapt. I'm looking adapt, at it right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, adapt is good. It's a it's good. Um, but I feel like it's not always good in in simic colors. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. I I was I, I totally agree with you because you don't like like green. I think it makes total sense. Yeah. Blue, not at all. Well. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really... It, it's hard. It, like, because I guess Simic, like, counters, I guess, is the mechanic. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, it's, if it has no one... Pl- if it has no 
counters on it, put one plus one plus counters on it, depending on what, what the adapt count is, right? Yeah. So the two cards that stand out to me are, um, what's a crab hand dude? The crab hand dude. You know what I'm talking oh, about, right? I know exactly, I know exactly what you're so, talking yeah, about. Yeah, so just... that, that one you run it in gruel because whenever you uh, adapt it, it, it gains plus one plus one, so it's a four four. Yeah. No, 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 sorry. You put two counters on, I think, because it goes from a two two to a four four. Which is really good. Right. Not only that, yeah. but you bring the other boy out too. So it just says, um, basically, search your library for another copy and put it into your hand. And so you're playing it, you adapt it, and then you have another one, and then you keep playing it and you keep adapting it. So you keep having these constant stream of four fours that you're pulling out of your deck, which is really good. It's, it's pretty gross. Yeah. It's really good in Gruul. Uh, I see. I see it run all the time in Gruul Aggro. And then the other one is Terramander. Is Terramander the big flying? It's the one one that when you adapt it becomes a five five flying. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's like the it's the one. Is it one cost blue? One cost, um, and then it, it the adept is really expensive, um, but it gets reduced for the more spells you have in your graveyard. Which, I mean, I know it's the Simic uh, mechanic, but it's it's an is it mechanic kind yeah. of like it, it fits <laughs> if that 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 version fits is it a lot more which uh terramander actually saw modern play in uh is it phoenix really oh i mean i guess i guess like it it fits well into that deck yeah um it fit really well into it and so people were running it um it's like a flexible card so you you either run that or you you can run some other cards too but um yeah people were running which it's good it's good that we're seeing a strong set this is definitely Mm -hmm. a strong set i would say yeah, no, I don't. I, I, there's not really. I don't know, man. I haven't seen any like real like pitfalls of this set. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, oh, this this guild is a total wash, or the like this like this like I don't know mechanic is a total like crapshoot. Like they all kind of have their own place. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would say it's it's hit and miss. So sometimes you have mechanics that are like, like the Golgari mechanic. Uh, I don't think it was yeah. that great. But Golgari was really good in standard. Like Golgari had a place, which was cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I find it's like one or the other. The card or the like the cards from the guild or the mechanic from the guild is super, super good. It's one or the other. Yeah. Um the only one I can think of that works in both is white, but it's not the So Selesnia Tokens is a fairly good deck. Um so it yeah. runs uh Convoke. It yeah. runs a couple of them. But where I see it shine the most is just in White Weenies because you run um, Loxodon, yeah. which is Convoke. So disgusting. And then um, uh, what is the prison card? I can't remember off the top ex- of my head. Ex- uh, Ixalan's Binding? No, no, no. The one with Convoke. Uh, something oh. Tribunal. Yeah. Oh, my God. I run it in one of my decks. One second. I think I think that is that is like our weak point. Um, it's just t- like I just like know it from the like the like seeing the card. I, I, I <laughs> Conclave Tribunal is yeah. the card. Yeah. Conclave Tribunal. Um, another three, great th- card. Yeah, three colorless, one white with Convoke. You can get that thing out super early and really shut somebody down. Yeah. Great card. Also, card art by Seb McKinnon. Shouts out to the, the, the goat himself. It is by Seb McKinnon. You're right. Yeah. Uh, big man, big that's fan. That's impressive that you know that off the top. No, no, no. Head, it's, it's not impressive. He's he's like the most, like I, like one of the most iconic artists um for ma- for magic or yeah for, for like... magic he, he's he's like considered one of the one of the the top tier ones for sure um, Damn. he has a lot of really good cards I, I like his cards a lot but uh yeah good guilds 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 are pretty good 
Yeah, I'm a, like again. It's very much a, a a set that you can if you're a new player or you're a player trying to get back into it, like myself. You just there's so much to identify with, and you and you have a base to build around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You find this one cool thing you like, and the game really just gives you all this stuff to be like, okay, well here's your identity to kind of work with, and you don't have to think too hard about building a deck with it. You can be like, okay, well here's a stack of Boros cards I have. They all work kind of together. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I would say that was probably the best and the worst thing about drafting this set. So the, <laughs> the worst thing about, about drafting it is like, all right, well, here's the, here's the colors I kind of have to play. I Because yeah. there's so many, um, you know, there's so many guild cards that you're like, I guess I'm going to run a guild, a guild, like one of the guilds. Um, and then the bad part about that is, is some some uh, dickhead in your draft is is forcing a color and stealing all of them. And you're like, cool, <laughs> cool. Thanks for taking all the blue and ruining everyone's day, I guess. Um, yeah. But it is really nice because it makes it makes drafting a little bit easier because you can like once you figure out the direction you're going, the decisions aren't made for you but you have a better understanding of what to do. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 like, it's that extra little, like, it, I think, especially for somebody new to drafting, too, like, it really helps you out being like, okay, well, there's what I'm kind of leaning towards, right? So The most, okay, the hypest thing, actually, in the first two sets, that this was, it, they were my favorite pre-releases of all time. Because when you signed up for the pre-release, you put down a guild, and your pre-release pack gave you um it was themed after the guild so i did obviously i did rakdos because i love the flavor of rakdos of course of course you did and so i got like a, a box that was rakdos themed um I, they give you a spin down dice but it was like rakdos themed spin down dice and uh you get so you get a rare like a special rare whenever you play pre-release it has like a, mm. the date stamped into it right but it was it, it's always your it was your guild colors so it was one of your guild colors um, for the nice. rare, so it was like cool, and then on top of that, you got a special. So, so instead of having, I think it's, I think it's normally six packs in sealed. I think it is six. Don't don't hold me to that. Um, but I think it's six. But this one, it gave you five, and one of the packs was only guild colors. See, that's dope. That's such a like a nice little sort of player. Sort, sort of. So sort it of? was really good because sometimes it worked out well, especially since you got this this pack that was you know all guild colors. Most of the time it worked out where you can play that guild, but sometimes you would show up and go, well, this is a dead pack because I didn't get any of my good guild cards. Oh. Yeah, so so it, it is the double-edged sword of where, like, they're pushing you in the direction to make a certain deck, but sometimes it's a bad direction. And you're like, all right, well, I got to run something else. I didn't want to be else. here. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. The, one, the, one, the one little thing I did want to add as far as, especially on, like, the guild colors theme is how well I think they've really established the the uh, the lore of each kind of guild and how much they really brought that out into the cards. You know what I mean? Because as we know, like when you and I have talked about this, like off the record and stuff like that, that magic lore is ridiculous. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's insane. No, it, it like it's just it's, there's like 15 different Jaces. It's it's ridiculous. But I found as far as if you were trying to establish like. Um, like a storyline that you kind of liked as like an extra little bit. The cards really kind of drove that home. You know what I mean? It was yeah. really nice. I kind of like that as a, as, a big, as a big lore junkie. I'm a big fan of that. I do. I do like that, especially with this block. 
And with, um, so we're actually on the Peter into um, War of the Spark, which is the final yeah. uh, final set for this block, which, oh, story. Story in those cards itself are just, I and, that's, and I, I love it. I, I love the cards, how they have really good story to them and they have really good flavor. And I, I, you hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah, I, yeah, it's just, it's 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 an extra little bit that's just so good. Yeah. So the one thing that we didn't really touch upon is one of the most broken things for this okay. for 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 guild colors. So we're not going to go into every single um, duo colored thing because so we mm-hmm. can go on for days about uh, this card has a, you know it's Azorius colors, but it's not Azorius. It comes from a different set. Right. So we're, that's why we're not focusing too hard into it. Because we can also go into uh, fetch lands. Because fetch lands are dual colored, but they aren't they aren't flavored after the guilds. So right. we'll keep it with the guilds and talk about another broken land, the shock lands. Ugh. Goodness yeah. gracious! I will <laughs> I will say having having shocks and back in standard uh, reminds me how good they are. Like they're, they're insanely good. They're a staple. They're a staple. Yeah, because it makes running three colors so incredibly easy. Mm. We've already talked about it with like kind of kind of like hinging towards like the three color decks. You just run a stack of shock lands for the colors that you want. You're always getting that primary color depending on what you want to run, and you get all this extra little the extra little bit. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I mean I I I, I like the I, I like that they reprinted them because they're already in circulation. They're they were starting to creep up in price a little bit. They're, they've never been too crazy expensive, um, but they were creeping up in price a bit, and it was nice that they reprinted them. It pushed them back down, which I think most of them are either at 10 or under $10. It's which, not miserable. I mean, for standard, it kind of sucks because standard is a little bit cheaper, and so like it feels kind of bad getting like at least $40 worth of cards in any of your decks if you're playing more than one color. Um, but it is nice because $10 for a land isn't that bad in any other format. Just uh, this one? <laughs> yeah, so if anyone is ever inclined to play any other format, I would definitely suggest picking up some shock lands now uh, because they'll, they're going to go up in price because they're not going to go back. They're not going to return to return to return to Ravnica. Uh, quite some time i think we're gonna get you know what like given how successful these this like this like theme does i think we're definitely gonna go back at some point oh no absolutely we will go back for sure but not soon enough to where you shouldn't get these lands because it's probably gonna be more than six years which because i think that's i think we went there last time in ravnica was about five years ago i yeah it, it, it was around yeah. 2013 because i was i was a senior in high school and that's when i first started playing magic was uh i think return to ravnica because oh really okay. yeah because when we were playing me and my friends were playing for the first time we would go and you know we'd get a pack and like four dollars like three or four dollars and stuff and Before my, inflation yeah my yeah <laughs> my friend my friend would open it and he would crack open and we get a fet we get a, a shock land he was like dude i could go on ebay and sell this for like more than the pack and i could just buy more packs and i was like oh my holy shit dude you do broke it. the system yeah um <laughs> and then they were just rare so like i kind of got them often um yeah. so 
yeah, uh, go go out, get your shock lands if uh, if you're able to now, because they're probably only going to go up in price because that's how magic works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think we talked about uh, guilds uh, for for quite a bit, and I would definitely suggest anyone who's interested more into the guilds and Ravnica and stuff like that, definitely go out and search up some videos. There's some really really good videos. I think Ristic Studies. Um, I think that's his name. Maybe I'm thinking of the card. Uh, I think it's Ristic <laughs> Studies. Um, he does like really good video essays um, on on magic, and he has one about Ravnica and like the flavor of it and stuff. Definitely suggest going to that great video if you love the flavor of cards and the lore of Ravnica and stuff. But James, you got anything else? Nah, dude. Just don't play. Is it? <laughs> I'm gonna play. play is it? <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna play it. I'm gonna be playing my red. I'm gonna be playing my blue. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, don't forget, uh, show us some love. Follow us on Twitter at popped underscore off. Because uh, the more love we get, the more they uh, incentivize us to, to make this podcast. And Yeah, yeah that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was Roll for First. See you guys next time.